welcome back to the History Podcast. My name is Cole Mather, and let's dive in to the atomic weapons during the Cold War. So, how did the Cold War shape us throughout its time of the 50 years of fear through atomic weapons and nuclear fallout? Well, one big thing is that it helped revolutionize technology in the modern day, which helped bring about cell phones, TV, GPS, and many more. Now, when we're observing the Cold War, there's one big thing that was used so heavily by the American populace, and that was duck and cover. I'd like to take a look at that first. And we're back. Let's take a look at duck and cover. So duck and cover was brought about in 1951 at the height of nuclear weapons testing during the Cold War. This was a time when nuclear fallout was a really big possibility. As the Korean War was going on, and tensions between the Soviet Union and America were rising. Now, in 1951, as I said before, the U.S. government released a video for schools, all the way from kids in grade school to high schoolers now. This video was called Duck and Cover. It featured a character named Brett the Turtle, and he was applied to help kids learn the lesson of ducking for cover during a nuclear fallout attack. Today, this would resemble something of a school lockdown drill in a way. These drills were used to give the American populace some sort of boost of morale during a time when one push of a button could send the world to ashes. After about the 70s, these videos kind of stopped and didn't really hear from them very much. Then, the return of duck and cover came back. In the early 2000s, North Korea started nuclear testing. Now, we have picked up several signs of North Korean weapons being tested, and there's a good chance they have a nuke or two. This brought back a new duck and cover, which featured Bert the Turtle again as a new video for children in grade schools, just for history purposes. Iran in the late 20th century had their own nuclear weapons, and they were testing and expanding them, and threatening to even use them on the United States and several of their targets in the Middle East. This was a problem. So, during this time, we had two different targets. We had North Korea later on, and we had Iran first. We had two options. Do we invade, or do we let this slide? With North Korea, we're still trying to decide. But in Iran, the U.S. military was sent in and invaded, and their nuclear weapons were disbanded. My real question is, would duck and cover really shield you from a blast? Most people in the science community say yes, that if you got behind cover, it would. A nuclear blast would mainly burn anything that it touched. So if you were behind, say, a door or a wall, chances are you weren't going to get burned. However, nuclear radiation would still probably kill you. So, moving on from here, let's move on to a little bit of a history with nuclear weapons with Cuba and the rest of the world. Okay, so now let's start about a little bit with the history of nuclear weapons from the early days in 1945. 1945, in April, the first bombs were dropped on Hiroshima and then Nagasaki, little boy and then fat man. And then this continued. Bombs were always tested and whatnot, but never used in conflict since World War II, which thankfully for the world, that's kind of a good thing. And then Getting on and moving a big jump step forward, I would like to point out that as of 2017, 
nuclear weapons are now banned and most militaries are disarming and removing their nuclear weapon arsenals. UK has already dropped from 60% of their arsenal. France has already dropped 30%. Russia's is dismantling theirs from a total of 25%. And America is roughly about 10%. We're a little bit behind the game, but I think America does mean well and wants to make sure that its security is first. Now, and in 1952, nuclear weapons started to be testing in the Marshall Islands in the South Pacific by the U.S. These weapon tests were very deadly and very promising for militaries and the possible outcome of war. They also started as a stand towards peace against Russia. In 1961, Russia kind of backfired and sent its own blast at the U.S. This was the Tsar Bomba. Tsar Bomba didn't actually intend fully hurt anyone around the world. However, this was a 100 megaton nuclear bomb, the largest ever built and the largest detonated. It would take three of the U.S.'s largest Castle Bravo bombs to actually yield the same magnitude. This bomb was dropped a total of 276 miles away from Moscow, and the ash cloud could be seen all the way to Kiev, Ukraine. It was a very large blast and destroyed almost everything on the island it was dropped on. It sent shockwaves to Moscow, shattered glass as far as Kiev. Cloud could be seen as far as Kiev as well. And it did a total of three bursts around the entire world. Everyone could feel it when the bomb was dropped. Then we get to Cuba in 1961. Cuba was 90 miles off the coast of Florida and was able to fire nuclear missiles as far away as Seattle. This wasn't exactly the best thing for America. Many questions were going through our minds. How do we defend against this? What do we do? Well, President Kennedy decided to enact a naval blockade and used Air Force Blackbirds to fly missions over Cuba to get pictures and surveillance of the nuclear missiles. Bombers were constantly ready in the sky over Moscow and Cuba, ready to attack at any moment. And the fleet had troops ready in their boats to be deployed. Thankfully, nukes were not going to go off, even if they were a big possibility. Nikaya Khrushchev and President John F. Kennedy did come to a conclusion and remove missiles from Cuba in return for removing American missiles from Turkey. Then we get to the greatest part of all, as in 1963, nuclear weapons testing above ground in water, air, space, and land was banned in Moscow, Russia. From that time, more bans have been enacted, the biggest one being in 2017 for all countries with nuclear arsenals to no longer be able to test, create, or even have a stockpile of weapons. This is lowering the number of nukes today and is creating a safer world. I'm Cole Mauser, and that's all.